On today's insights, what did we learn from 2020? What should you care about in 2021? And what are Matt and I focusing on to end 2020 strong? Insights is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Do you ever wish you had an easier way to sell your staffing services? Do you wish more qualified candidates would apply to your jobs? It's time to stop wishing and start doing. Let Haley Marketing create a roadmap for your company. We'll talk with you about your goals, determine the best marketing strategies for your business, and then give you an outline of everything you need to do to succeed in this market. And the best part, it's completely free. If you'd like a marketing roadmap for your staffing company, give us a call at 888-696-2900 or email us at info at haleymarketing.com. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we doing this week, buddy? Hi, Brad. We're doing well. Matt, one day closer to the end of 2020. And I got to ask you, man, you you have a young daughter. What's the toy of the, of the season, man? What are we after this year? Um, that's a good question that I should have a better answer to, but Santa will know. Correct. Right? Correct. You don't need to know, sir. But old Chris Kringle, he knows. And as Dr. Fauci told us, Santa is immune to the virus. So we're all clear there. <laughs> Did Fauci say that for real? Dr. Fauci said that and put a lot of people at ease. So Good. you know, we got the trees in the house. There's one behind me for my background now on Zoom calls. Of course. And instead of facing the window, I face a wall. That's nice. You know, big things for you in 2020. You're not facing a wall with a tree in your room. That's exciting. Yeah. You know, Matt, I'm excited about this this week's episode. It's it's a good time to, for us to reflect on 2020 and get prepared for the upcoming year before we do our best of show. Uh, we did it last year. We're going to do it again this year. For you, the listeners, we're going to go back to five questions that we answered on Insights in 2020 and provide five new takes. So we're going to freshen them up. We're going to liven them up and give you a hot new episode uh, right ahead of the holidays here at the end of the month. So Matt, what do you say? Let's get started, bud. Let's go. What did we learn from 2020? Well, Matt, first off, wash your hands, count to 60 seconds, do your ABCs. I've learned that. I've learned we need to wash our hands. More importantly, from a marketing standpoint, from a recruitment marketing standpoint, Matt, what did you learn this year? The number one thing that came to mind when thinking about this question was flexibility. And there's a number of different ways, and I'm going to spin this back to you, actually, when we, you know, we talk about content and content plans on insights a lot, and we suggest monthly and really quarterly to help those content plans. March 13th came, we balled up that content strategy and threw it in the circular file. Yep. So from your seat, running a lot of our product here on the digital side, what, how did we stay flexible and pivot in the I hate using the word unprecedented times, but even for content, let's stick to that and it being an unprecedented era of, you know, producing content. 
you had to look at what you were putting out. I mean, no longer could you talk about interview tips or first impressions when they involved around shaking hands and going into an office and meeting people for the first time. I mean, we still used content strategies that were in place in February or March, but you had to reflect on how things were changing. And I think, Matt, the important thing to know here is that you, as a marketer, as a recruitment marketer, as someone who's managing a business, have the right to change your plans and change your strategies. You still have 2020 goals, but how you get there can differ. You know, Matt, we use the roadmap analogy time and time again. I've used it in my presentation countless times. If you want to get to Disney World for a vacation, there's multiple ways to get your family there. In the same respect, your content marketing, your marketing initiatives this year can all shift. They can all pivot but it still has the ultimate goal of reaching more applications or more job orders. You know, from a content marketing standpoint, Matt, yeah, things changed. I mean, we put together topics that we didn't see coming. We talked through just this past week. I mean, we talked through National Handwashing Awareness Week. I didn't see that coming at the beginning of the year. Was it important at the beginning of the year? Yeah, probably with flu season coming up and everything, but it's more important now. Think through how to manage virtual um, interviews and virtual onboarding. I don't think there's any client that we're talking to now is who is uncomfortable with getting on a zoom call with us. I mean, that's new. That's exciting. It, it adds a personal touch, but you know, a lot of people have a lot to complain about in 2020 and I get it. I, I really do. But I think there's a lot that we should be proud of and we should be happy of too. We as an industry navigated it beautifully. I mean, we saw opportunity and most companies took it. We pivoted, we changed our direction and, and ultimately, you know, I think we're better off because of it, Matt. I think the, the pivoting point about content is showing you're there for people. There was a four, six, probably four to six week stretch where it was, it was uneasy for, for everyone. Cause there was unknown, there yeah. was unknown in just living your day-to-day -day life. So being there for people and showing that through your marketing you know, I was actually on a podcast earlier this week and they said, well, is that over? And I'm like, no, people, candidates, employees are going to research what you did when the chips were down. And it's going to continue to be important, you know, as we shift towards really focusing on health 2021 moving forward, it's going to be really important. So being there for people, pivoting that content is really important. And I think that other part of flexibility that I don't want to get lost is the content needs to be flexible. From my recruitment marketing seat, I'm going to put that hat on right now. The job spend has to be flexible sure. because I felt bad for people that may have had annual contracts that were running through the entire year when there were no job orders or maybe your PPP money hadn't come or you were just struggling to pay the bills. Right. If you don't have flexibility in that part of your staffing company, you're, you're costing yourself and it's important to have control of that job spend on your side and not someone else's side. Matt, I like flexibility. I think that's a good theme and it's, it's not what I was coming in to talk about. But if you think about the flexibility of even just the industry, right? Candidates want to apply how they want to apply. Some want to apply on a phone, some want to apply on desktop, some want to call you, some want to stop in the office and drop off a physical application. We need to be okay with that. And we need to be okay with flexibility. Well, Matt, I saw a take the other day that the NFL season pivoting games left and right, playing on different days. No one's complaining about it. Everybody's fine. Everybody's still putting out good football, right? 
maybe we need to be more flexible with our onboarding process. Maybe we need to be more understanding that we don't need to schedule an interview a week in advance for a candidate to come into our office or come onto Zoom. How can we make that easier? How can we use technology to be more efficient in that process? And then, Matt, along with flexibility, I think we need to always trust data. I think we learned in 2020 that numbers are more important than ever and that you can't just act on gut feeling. You see that every day in what you do in the recruitment marketing space. I see it every day in what we do at Haley in the digital space. We can't just put out blogs. We can't just put out social media. We can't just run an email newsletter because Express and Nike and Under Armour are doing it. We need to know what is coming from every single piece of marketing that we deploy. And I think at Haley Marketing, Matt, and and to give us a nice shout out here, I think we got smarter with our reporting this year. I think we developed a lot in terms of the reports that we're putting together, the ROI that we're showing for clients, and just the ROI that we're bringing to the industry. We can identify what we're doing and the success we're bringing from the initiatives that we're deploying. And that's exciting for me to be a part of. You're speaking to the the data guy. So as as long as we are bringing that ROI to to meet the metrics of business goals for, for companies, that's going to help us make better decisions at the end of the day. And it's it's a really good point to, to think about as we wrap up the calendar and move towards 2021. I one more thing too. When we think about what we learned from 2020, it's that the majority of people, if given the right infrastructure, can work from anywhere. I know back in the summer, Matt, I was taking every call outside just so that I could get some some fresh air walking around the neighborhood or walking around my yard, walk, working on my, my back you know, porch patio. Um, if you're built for a remote first workplace, it opens you up to hiring pretty much anybody from anywhere. And that brings you a ton of opportunity. So Matt, we talked about what we learned from 2020 and you know, you talked about flexibility. I talked about data. We talked about really the future of work and what that might look like and how COVID allowed us the opportunity to really rethink how we structure our organizations and how we interact as organizations. We talked a little bit about even marketing. I mean, we are a marketing podcast, right? But what should we care about in 2021? We're a few days away from a new calendar year. What's on your radar? What do you care about next year? To me, it's tech. It's having the right technology in place for your company to automate what can and should be automated to give your team more time to focus on talking to the people who want to work for you. If I'm in my recruiting seat or in the new business side, the the potential leads and job orders. And I think what's really important to remember about tech before we, I dig into a couple of examples here is not to add too much tech at once, because if you complicate the process quickly that leads to frustration. And if there's even if there's buy-in, which you need from the top of your organization to the bottom, if you add in five layers of new tech on January 4th, your team's going to struggle and everyone's going to be frustrated. And even if you embrace the pain, like our CEO, Vicky, always says, it's still going to be a problem. So adding in tech slowly, layer by layer, getting some small wins and continuing adding to that tech stack will help you and lead to even more success as you crawl, walk, and run. You're spot on, Matt. From a technology standpoint, you can't throw too much at everybody at once. It's 
difficult, right? Change is difficult. You've developed a process. You've developed your weekly routine. If now all of a sudden you're going to tell me that we need to do things differently, it's a lot and it's a lot to grasp and you need to be mindful of that. Some team members are going to move fast. They're going to understand it. They're going to go. Some are going to say, Hey, I don't get it. This scares me. I don't want to do it. So you need to be mindful of both. You know, when I think about 2021 and I'm actually excited about this, I don't think we, we, air to take like this in 2019. I would love to go back and listen if I, if we did, when I look at right now, where I think we should care in 2021, it's, it's being mindful of the entire digital landscape, right? And it's being mindful that there are multiple avenues that you can take to generate applications and job orders in that there's really no silver bullet. You know, we at Haley Marketing have preached that forever. You know, our spider web of marketing is extensive when you think about everything that we do at Haley. And I truly think the best staffing firms in 2021 are going to lean into multiple avenues. It's not just blogging. It's not just an email newsletter. It's thinking through more of the comprehensive encompassing strategy. You know, how are we going to layer all of this together so that all of our different things are speaking to each other? And how is all that layered in to work for us? I think that's really what we should care about in 2021. It's thinking through more of a collective marketing approach and making sure that everything is moving us in the right direction. You're building off what you're saying, that's a common theme we have on Insights. It's you create really good content, but it has to be delivered in as many formats or possibilities because someone might be applying for a job on their mobile device or their desktop. They could be ready to consume video content or routinely check their email or want a text message. So it's, it's how you can share that content. If it's new business side, right? Salary guides or pain points of the hiring. If it's on the recruitment side, job orders, or excuse me, job openings, content, those pieces of content, and then just distributing it. So it all works together. And it's okay. If you share that same piece of content or a slight variant of it in multiple distribution channels, right? You can have a really good piece of content that becomes becomes some social imagery, becomes a video, becomes an email, and you leverage it because that's going to save you time and money, but it's also going to reach a wider scale of audience and continually ingrain your company with your audience. We've always said it's like the evening news, right? You never know if someone's going to read the news, if they're going to check Twitter, if they're going to listen to the news, if they're going to watch the news, it's still the same message, right? And, you know, Matt, for me, it it was interesting. I was kind of reflecting back on the year today. I'm in a very reflective mood. It it doesn't happen all the time, but for, for some reason today, I'm just kind of in that mindset. And I realized I hadn't really read much this year and I'm listening to much less podcasts, but I'm listening to more video on YouTube. And like, that's how I've been developing myself this year. And I think it's because, you know, yes, my, my wife, Rachel works from home too. She's a teacher, but she's downstairs all day. I'm upstairs in my office. And I, I think frankly, it's kind of lonely up here. So I have this YouTube video on, somebody's moving, there's, there's action, there's video, right? But I don't feel like I've, I've developed myself less this year because I didn't read 30 books like I did last year. I think I'm still on pace for exactly what I did last year. You know, I still feel great about who I am and where I've come since January, but I've consumed my content differently this year. You as a staffing industry or as a staffing owner, rather need to be thinking the same thing. I can't just put out a blog article because what if somebody wants to watch a video? What if someone wants to listen to audio? Matt, the podcast, we look at the numbers all the time doing great this year. People are still listening to audio, 
lean into audio possibly in 2021. It's 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 sort of a, an interesting conversation, right? So what should we care about in 2021? It's having a comprehensive strategy that isn't just the silver bullet solution. It's thinking through what are other great companies doing and how can I emulate that? Yes, you don't need to be Amazon. You don't have the marketing budget of Nike or Under Armour, but you can learn from those large organizations. You can learn and follow their blueprint by seeing what they're doing. And if you want help, if you want to chat with Matt or I or any of our marketing educators on more insight onto what those large organizations are doing and how you can level the playing field through the the programs and the projects at Haley Marketing, we'd love to help. We would love to work through a marketing roadmap or recruitment marketing roadmap with you, figure out your strengths and your opportunities for 2021 and help put you on a path to success to reach your goals as you look back this time next year. Matt, I got one more question for you on this week's episode, and you can really take this however you want. When you look back on 2020, what are you looking to do in the next two to three weeks to really end the year strong? It's been a long year. We have a lot of opportunity in 2021. There's there's new opportunity really with every day, if you think about it. You, you know my mindset, but when we look back, you got a couple of weeks here to end the calendar year. What are you trying to accomplish? And you know what does that mean for our listeners? That's a good question. And from a recruitment marketing seat, it's planning to hit the ground running beginning of January as something our, you know, our leadership, you know, Brad Smith, you know, our director of product here has really talked about is it's a whole lot easier to meet your 2021 goals. If they start, if you start hitting them in January, than in March. Correct. So from my seat on the director of recruitment marketing side, what can I help with marketing and generating leads and getting that pipeline filled so we can start getting a lot more new business, you know, hopefully in December, but also, you know, first of the year, people always looking for new ideas. It's creating that plan, the content we need, distribution strategies, the stuff we talk about on this podcast and actually applying it to our business. And I think that is for me, one of the biggest things from a, marketing side. And then from a product side, you know, honestly, I'm looking at new reporting. So for our clients where we manage job spend, one of my rocks, which is a quarterly goal, that's a term we use internally at Haley Marketing. One of my quarterly goals is to analyze and improve the report we deliver on a monthly basis to the clients for the product I manage. So when we manage their Indeed budget, their job spend budget, I want to make it a little more visual and just make it easier to see and take what I'm doing now, what's good there, take what I think can be improved and, and merge them into a, a format that'll be easier to digest and just hopefully provide better value to the companies using our product. For me, Matt, it's 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 been an interesting year, certainly. Um, I think some of my best ideas come when I start to get a little scrappy and I start to try to, you know, when your back's to the ropes and you need to come up with an idea or you need to come up with a product change or you need to come up with a good solution for a client. I feel, and, and this is probably just my own thinking and my own logic. I don't know if it's it's actually being portrayed, but I feel like I've gotten a little complacent in a couple areas. And uh, as I look at finishing 2020 and, and moving into 2021, it, it's how can I get a little bit more scrappy and how can I figure out things that we can do at Haley to move us in a, in a positive direction and continue to move us in a better direction. 
um, as we look at product development for our clients, as we look at team development, as we look at you know product enhancements and, and what product lines should look like for 2021. Matt, you and I are working on product strategies for uh, a number of areas. And it's thinking through, yeah, what we're doing right now is working really well, but it's probably not going to this time next year. And that's not to say that what we're doing now is wrong. It's just that social content, email, recruitment marketing, it changes so fast that you know we need to have a really good plan in place for six months and then blow it up and, and start fresh. So, you know, Matt, I think for us, the, the challenge becomes just staying scrappy and staying agile and, and, and knowing that we need to change when we can. So for me, you know, focusing on 2021, it's it's keeping a good mindset, staying positive and, and continuing just to do everything we can to help our clients succeed in, in their specific markets. We should talk about personal goals. I got two. Well, one of them for sure. Go. It's about golf. Talk to me. I want to become a better putter. See, so I already started on. to read a book. You're reading, is it Bryson's book? Does Bryson have a book? No, Bryson's not a good putter. It's a book by Dave Pels. I, okay. And we'll go behind the curtains even more here. In Western New York, my daughter plays hockey. She's almost seven. And because of the virus, we can't stay in and watch them. However, we need to sit in the parking lot and wait in case, who knows? So we get about 50 minutes once a weekend to sit there and do something in our car. And So you're reading. So I'm reading. Instead of staring at my phone, which, you know, is probably more fun, I'm reading a book. Better on the eyes, though, to read a book all day. A lot better on the eyes. So it's a separate podcast. Yeah. But, so what the what the listeners don't know is you're a very good golfer. Yeah. You like you're better than average. Yeah, sure. So so for you to say that you need to get better at putting, I, I think that's commendable. I think it's it shows that you really want to be a great golfer because I mean you've broke you broke 80 this year, right? I did once. Yeah, that's a great score. <laughs> so, so talk to me. You want you want to improve your golf game? Sure. That's what we're going to focus on now because and hopefully it's something we can practice in the winter because yeah. we live in western New York where you can't golf. Yeah. And it's something you can practice and work on. And I can only spend time on my daughter's hockey rink in my yard sure. so often. So that's can what we we're going to quantify that. Can we make that a smart goal? A smart goal. How many, um, how many rounds can we have in 2021 under a certain number of putts? I think that's a good number. Sure. That'd be great. You need, you need to figure that out. I do. And I thought about this reading the book because I was going to track how many putts. I don't really have the numbers to start with already. So really we're shooting in the dark, you know, from the hip. That's okay. Maybe you improve by the month though. Sure. I, I think that's a good number to have though, because if you can say, okay, I want to putt 30 times around, right? And I don't know if that's the right number. Then, you know, did I do it or did I not? Sure. Appreciate it, Brad. What are we going to work for, on, on, on on your side of the microphone here? What's your second goal? You said you had two. Uh, it wasn't my, it was more LinkedIn live. It wasn't great. Um, okay. I think, but we started to do some more LinkedIn live and grow that following because to tie this back to the podcast, um, it's important to know what algorithms are pushing. LinkedIn is pushing live video very hard right now. And sure. somehow, luckily, I was approved to have LinkedIn live on my profile. Don't know how. Brad's, sweet humble brag. Yeah, sweet humble brags, right? And it's something that'll help us get word out about our you know, content, another distribution strategy. So it's a great way for, you know, to follow the Haley marketing, marketing strategy of creating content and sharing value with the industry. So I think just continuing to do that. And as Brad said, you know, our marketing, our messaging from the end of 2019 to the end of 2020, who knows what it's going to bring by the end of 2021, but right. to at least to start the year, that's part of the 
marketing strategy, I'd like to push from a, a professional standpoint because I think it, it has really good results right now. Matt, I'll be honest. I don't have 2021 goals yet. Um, we have time. And yeah, but you know me, I write them down. I'm, I'm very into that. And I've done that for the past two years. And I think it's been incredibly beneficial. Um, this year got a little bit skewed. Couldn't do a couple things because of COVID, but we're okay. Um, I, I think for me, it comes back to, you know, I'm a slight edge guy. I, I gave you the book last year for, for Christmas, but, um, you know, getting 1% better every single day and doing what I can to make sure that I'm working out every day. I'm reading at least 20 pages a day, um, watching what I'm putting into my body and, and just making sure that I'm doing what I can to consistently improve. Um, you know, for me, it was, it was a, a, a turnkey and like tipping point when I realized that waking up early would change everything in my life. It was insane. Um, and I used to laugh at people for getting up and now I'm up at five every day, but I was thinking through it the other day, waking up at five means I need to go to bed earlier. Going to bed earlier means I need to read earlier. Reading earlier means I'm not on my phone. Not being on my phone means I'm spending more time with my wife and we're actually having good conversations. And it was like this little tipping point, Matt, and it all just started with getting out of bed early. Um, so I don't have the, the 2021 goals. I will tell you just like off the top of my head, it's going to be read more. I pulled out think and grow rich this morning, actually. Um, it'll be my fourth time reading it. I, I do it like once a year, twice a year. Um, I think there's a lot of good tips in there. I'm going to start reading it again tonight. Um, I would like to try to find another passive income channel. I think I've got two or three figured out pretty good. Um, th- four would be sweet. Um, but you know, man, we'll, we'll, we'll refine that and I'll be happy to share it with you so you can hold me accountable for it next year. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You could check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.